0: Think I I don't remember a day where I didn't cry Mm. because I decided I was like, I'm not gonna fight this anymore. And and instead of looking at it as oh, I thought I healed this pattern. Like, I don't like looking at it like that because I I hear that a lot too. Oh, I worked on this, like I love this. It's like, yeah, but would you say that to your inner child or a child if they were sad? Like, oh, I thought we already dealt with you. Like, I I tried to re- I I reframed the way that I approach that. Mm. Um, but yeah, so this like just pain came up it was just this unworthiness and it was all stemming from this relationship this another extremely powerful soul connection and i'm like as painful as it was i'm like thank you for this gift because the amount of pain that i didn't realize was still inside of me because it actually had nothing to do with him it had everything to do with with things that happened with my parents
1: Welcome to the Magic Within Podcast. My name's Katrina Lelly, and I'm a transformation coach obsessed with guiding women to unlock their power within so they live an aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've been where you're at, doing all the things and feeling like nothing is working. And I'm here to help you learn how to live that aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've spent years investing in programs, coaches, books, and other tools and covering my own blocks, challenging my beliefs, growing and stretching myself to live my most authentic life that is true to who I am. There is incredible power in our experiences, and by sharing our stories with one another, we help each other along this journey called life. This is a space where you will hear inspiring and motivating stories from other guests, and tools to help you get from where you are now to who you want to be in this life. You get two doses of magic each week to fill up your cup and start living a life that is aligned with your highest self. We are not meant to do this life alone and we all have the magic within us to live this beautiful life that's true to who we are. I'm here to help you begin to unlock that power and start stepping in to the amazing woman that you are. Let's do this. beautiful sisters to the show. I'm incredibly grateful to be here with you. And I'm very excited to have this conversation uh, today with Amanda and uh, have her share her story, what she does. But I'm going to first introduce her officially, Amanda Monier. Is that how I say it? Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. Amanda Monier knows she was put on this earth for one reason, to support women, help them heal from the inside out. Break ancestral patterns and shift into the fullest embodiment of who they are at a soul level. She is an energy healer, certified magnetic mind coach, certified yoga teacher, emotion code practitioner, certified transformational nutrition coach, and holds a bachelor in psychology. That's why one of the reasons why I'm really excited to have this conversation. Um, with what you do now, she assists her clients in healing old wounds and upleveling to the highest soul aligned version of themselves. Amanda is on a mission to create a movement of healed, intuitively connected, badass goddesses, women who are truly aligned with their heart and soul, creating a life on their terms and passionately unleashing their gifts into the world. Amanda is completely committed to her soul work of changing lives, one soul-led, inspired, fierce feminine goddess at a time. Thank you and welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me.
0: I am super honored, grateful to be here with you today.
1: I am excited about this conversation with you. I was just telling Amanda before we got started, like I do get a lot of uh, pitches in my inbox. My email's out there somewhere for for people who want to be on podcasts, and I go through a lot of them, and I and I don't really go with them, but for some reason, I was really drawn to her, and so I'm excited. This is me getting to know her as well as you guys, which is always fun and exciting, so uh, I'm ready to dive into this conversation, but first, I always really like to ask this question of all of my guests. When you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up?
0: when I was really little, I loved singing and dancing. And so I would always put on shows for my family. (laughs) I I do all of these like little things where I'd like throw candy out. And it was like, I did so much uh, like ballet and tap dancing. So I always was aligned with that. And then when I got like a little bit older, I started getting into sports and basketball. And so I wanted to be in the WNBA. (laughs) So these are like the singing and the dancing. And then as I got older, I was like, oh,
1: I want to play basketball for a living. And neither of those worked out, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I think I did that too. You know, we make our parents sit there and our friends sit there and they're like, and just like, watch me and look at this show I've created. And I want, I want to put it on and it's so much fun, so much fun. I love it. You are that coach uh, that helps these women step into their their purpose, heart and soul alignment. What were you doing before you decided to step into
0: this space? I was a probation officer, so oh. I was in wow. law enforcement. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was in law enforcement. I did that for about six years, so that was my career, if you will. And I had a spiritual awakening. While I was in law enforcement and I started to question everything I had kind of always known since I was a little girl that there was just something more like there was just this thing that I couldn't explain that something just kind of felt like it was missing. And so when I had this awakening a couple of years into my law enforcement career, like I still wasn't at the point to where I thought I was going to be ever leaving that. But as it continued to unfold and as I started to just ask questions and kind of do that like deeper internal work and really reconnect with myself, because there was this disconnect between the identity and the person I was playing out on this life stage and who I really was and what um, I was like my gifts and, and what I had come here to do. And although I, I do appreciate the opportunities and it was all part of the journey and I learned so much about myself and everything so I wouldn't trade any of it for it for anything but it was, you know, this point in time towards like the last two years of my career to where I was like, oh gosh, like I'm not going to be doing this forever. And there was this part of me fighting it for, for a, um, a little while to where that, that part that was like, okay, but what are you, what are you going to do? Like, this is a career people work their whole lives for. Like you have the stability, you have the, you know, the medical insurance and the the CalPERS and the, you know, the retirement and all that stuff. Like all the things were told societally, like by the system that we're supposed to have like all, you know, all the things. And but it still like something was not in alignment, something was missing. And again, like looking back on it now, it actually really was just this disconnect from myself and this remembrance of who I was at a deeper level. But it was definitely a journey because when I decided to leave probation, I like sidestepped over and went to work for my family's business um and i did that for all of about like 3 months <laughs> until i was like okay <laughs> it was like a combination i think of my higher self and the universe being like yeah that's not what we were talking about <laughs> so that all came crumbling to the ground and i left that i ended up selling my home i ended up quitting my career and then my placeholder job and i moved from northern california to southern california where i always felt drawn to and i just started creating like this life for myself based on like this, um, heart and soul alignment, like the things that I, for just the things that were meant to be like coming out of me. And, um, it's been a very, very interesting year, but I wouldn't change anything. (laughs) And it's just been so much growth. So it's been beautiful.
1: That's so amazing. And that there's big leaps that happened in there. The first big leap is that part in like actually tuning in and listening to, that little tug at your heart, that little, that knowing, because I think a lot of us have that knowing, like, there's something more for us, but we don't, we don't necessarily always take the, take the leap, take the jumps. And actually, oftentimes, it's not a big jump, they're, they're little maneuvers, right? They're these little steps into, and then, then until we build up to those, those bigger jumps into making that big shift. And so actually, the fact that you like followed that and tuned into that is a pretty big deal that like, hey, I'm going to step into this, especially with, I would would assume with the position that you were in with the career that you had, it's not necessarily probably looked on like, oh yeah, go do work on yourself kind of thing. I would think, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it definitely, I hid in the spiritual closet. Like I think until- I, I, until this year, really like nobody in that world really fully knew that side of me. I think there, I mean, people would joke around like Monia is just a little different, you know, she comes <laughs> in with these green juices and, you know, like they joke around hugging trees and whatnot. But, um, I think, yeah, it, it definitely is not something that is, you know, there are like these pockets of society where it's just kind of like this, the, and sometimes it's like we, we label it as spirituality, which I guess technically I would consider it if we had to label it spirituality. But to me, it's just like this like divine like remembrance and this like coming mm. back home to who you really are and to your own source connection. And with some of the things like you were mentioning around like those maneuvers and things and and even just like like these quantum leaps around. Like to me, this is what time is because I don't look at time as linear as we are like our human mind is told to think of it because when we take these steps, even if it's those little steps or it's those seemingly gigantic steps, that is actually what shifts time. So we actually aren't like beholden to the time that we're told because when we take these actions, even if it's messy action, like if it's coming from this place where you're like, like your gut, like, because to me, there's a difference between like, us something that's not in alignment and then resistance and fear. So something's not in alignment. Like it's not in alignment. Like we probably should listen to that guidance and maybe not do that thing. Or maybe there's a lesson in that thing. If we do choose to do it still, or, you know, the, the resistance and the fear, like that's different. And so there was definitely like, I'm not going to pretend that there wasn't any fear or any of those emotions coming up because really what this is, it's like a death of the old self. It's a death of the old identities that we've carried when we make these types of choices. And so in the last couple of years, I actually have had periods of time where I've had these little, um, cause I had kind of like this dark night of the soul at the beginning to, of my awakening to where all this dense energy like came to the surface, all this stuff that I had been holding down the trauma, the emotions from my childhood, the patterns, like basically all of the lies. So everything that the stories and the patterns that I had taken on that simply just weren't me because we are these divine beings. And when we em- continue to just embody more of who we truly are, or those aspects of our higher self, like those higher self walk in energies, then we just continue to align with that, with that, you know, our heart and soul purpose. And in order to create room for that, the dense energy has to go. So when we start saying yes to these things, it's like, we're saying yes even if we don't fully understand we're saying yes to the dismantling of all this stuff. And so it can actually feel like a death. Like, and I've had those experience experiences where like you go into these like little pockets of time to where you're just like, you feel like something's dying and you fight it. Right. Like, because this, these identities are attached to the ego and the ego like loves to know what's happening and what's coming. And so it, it can feel very uncomfortable at times. But then when you get out of those where it's like, okay, I've dissolved it. And and you see like this, you know, the birth of what you've created, you're like, okay, I wouldn't have it any other way, even though it was not all just sunshine and rainbows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so amazing. It's funny and amazing. And it doesn't feel like it at the time when that stuff starts to come up and it starts to peak and our, our, our natural motive is like, oh, we don't, no, 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 let's put that back down. We, we don't pay attention to that, but to start listening and tuning into that and like leaning in, that's such a beautiful space. Again, like I said, it doesn't always feel like it, but it is, that's where the growth is. And uh, it's, it's amazing to hear you like share your part of that. I'm curious because I already know that like people are asking, well, how do I tell the difference between whether it's my ego and the fear or whether it's just something that's not in alignment with me?
0: Yeah. I actually, I love that question. I feel like this is something that has been um, shown to me with, with this type of work too, that I want to mention. And I'll get a little bit more into that. And so actually I've noticed with, with the healing work in these things, it's actually not even necessarily um, the feeling of that painful emotion. That is the most difficult part. It's the avoidance to going there. Mm. It's like how often we fight like stepping in, like we fight that, um, that, that going there, because that would mean we have to dissolve the patterns. We have to see the truth. And when we see the truth, the attachments dissolve. And so w- what, what i noticed with myself and with my clients is that when, when we're in that avoidance piece, it's like, we will fill the gaps with addiction, so to speak. So that could be anything from you know, dating or sex or, um, I don't know, like movies, like anything to where we're like, okay. Like I feel this very uncomfortable thing coming up, but like, I don't want to go there. So I'm going to just like distract myself. And so I've actually found that to be like, that's like the kicker right there. Because once we actually go into it, um, like actually I'll, I'll, I'll share an experience I had this morning. Like I, um, because I've been with the energies that are going on right now, um, on the planet, like the, Um, A lot of us are really, really being like shook to like look at these things. And so I had something come up this morning and I I just sat with it and I felt it and I acknowledged it. And then I actually just felt it dissolving in my body. And now I could have made the choice to just be like I, I had actually boxing. I had training this morning and I canceled it because I felt like this was priority and, um, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna avoid this by going and um, like my body was asking for rest and all these things. So, and to answer your question on like, as far as like soul alignment versus like the fear and the resistance, the one thing I would say around soul alignment is that feels very expansive and we can drop into our hearts. That's like, our heart is like our portal to like the higher self and the soul. So we can drop into our hearts at any moment and really just focus on our breath and tune in. And, and it's specific to each person because I found some people love like they 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 get into that portal through writing, some through meditation, some through both. And really just um, because the intuition is like a muscle, like your intuition muscle. So it's mm-hmm. really, really um powerful to start really using that and, and feeling into the ways that you personally connect with that and connect with yourself. Because if we've been disconnected from ourselves for so long, it's like a coming back home to this center. And so when I say expansive, like it's those things that our heart and soul just desire to create just because we'd love to have them. So whether it's like soulmate love or whether it's just abundance, so we can have, feel that abundance within ourselves and then, you know, give to others. It's, um, you know, that aligned career or job or, or whatever is meant to come through you. And, and usually um, it's like, what would you be doing? Like if money wasn't a thing, like if our society wasn't measured by these things, like, because you can monetize, I truly believe that we all have something within us that we can uh, monetize, or we can use in some way, shape or form to, um, you know, sustain life in that way. So it, it does start with really just going within and getting clear on that.
1: Yeah, I, I love that. And it's, it's so true. And, and you just reminded me, it is, it's that more expansive feeling than constrictive feeling. And that's how you really tune in. And it really is a muscle. You, you, you've got to work, especially when we haven't used it for so long. And I, I mean, I tell my clients this all the time, just practice, because like, if you think about it, if you decide to do, to do something that feels like it's in alignment and it doesn't work out, what did you, you can take something away from it, but it doesn't mean the end, the end of the world. And it means, okay, there was something there for me to learn. It was, maybe it was just the practice of, okay, that, that isn't really what that expansive feeling look feels like. What, how can I go deeper? How can I go further into this space? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like there's always, I do feel like there's always something there for, and like it, again, it's just like that messy action is better than no action because it, it is going to um bring forth like if you if you take some action and then it's like like maybe you get activated or triggered whatever word you want to use and you feel this energy coming up within you, we oftentimes like to like externalize that to the the outside. But if it's coming up within you, it is in your body. And so that's one of the things that I've learned. Like I always, heard the term mirroring and, and, you know, we kind of, kind of talk about that in this space in the, you know, the healing and self personal development world, but I didn't fully understand until recently, like what it really was. And it is such a powerful thing because it can teach us these because if everything like if all these things are just simply patterns and i've found oftentimes the patterning comes from those early years of childhood like from the womb you know those early developmental years it has to do with like our brain waves and and you know children are basically sponges in in that um during that period of time and then we have the generational you know templates that get passed down, which I've actually found to be one of the easiest things to actually clear because it's we don't have like the attachment to us because we didn't really create it; it was just passed down. Oh. So I found that to be something that there. Uh, I found at least in my experience those to be much easier to work with, and it's like the the things that I found to be the most. I don't want to say challenging, but like to move through are those like deep wounds that we have and those patterns that you know, were from childhood, like mine was all around abandonment and my parents divorced when I was little, I was about six years old and, um, they split and my dad, obviously someone had to leave. Right. So my dad left and, um, I really internalized it and I didn't feel worthy and I blamed myself and I was always looking for approval from my dad. And I create, I created the story around it
1: mm-hmm. based on
0: my perception of, you know, the tools I had as a six-year-old girl, which I mean, with all the chaos going on at the time, the tools that I had, <laughs> it created this pattern for me to where I actually kept seeing it in my romantic relationships. And it was like, I was like, same man, different face. Like, I don't blame myself, but I noticed this pattern. And so it kept getting mirrored back to me and reflected back to me. And I had in the last several months been like guided to do some extremely deep um, healing work because, um, I feel that there are different tools that we can use again to rewire and to release lots of these things. But I think that there are some things that we, we don't get to bypass and it really is, um, you know, crucial to our soul's growth and what we came here because I feel that we had different things our soul came here to experience and to master and to learn. And so Feeling these things. And, um, again, like it's like dissolving those, those neutralizing the charges of these stories and these things. And so it can definitely be, um, you know, it, it can definitely be very, very painful, but we can take the wisdom we have now. And, and going back to that whole, um, you know, time is not linear. We can actually take the wisdom we have back now to those events and we can do what I refer to as like a change history. And we can actually change, that event and, um, which changed the pattern, it dissolves the pattern, then we can choose something new. So it's very powerful.
1: It, it that work is, is incredibly powerful. And I, I've found in the, you know, in the personal development space, um, there's a lot out there of tools and information and, and coaches and things like that. And, uh, the understanding, the true understanding of what that work is and going in and doing it is kind of missing from some, from some places and pieces. And it truly is so transformative and knowing that you can go back and change that story. And it doesn't have to be your truth anymore. And, you know, not make it wrong, not make it wrong or bad. Like you said, you like, as a six-year-old, I have a similar story. Like we all, we all have these stories, but we, we did the the best we could with what we knew, with the tools that we had. And those tools were learned from what we, what we grew up with, the environment, what we thought we, we didn't get enough of, or what we got too much of, like all of the, all of the things. And, and so it's, it's, that work for me too has been one of the most transformative pieces of my own growth. Like knowing that, oh, I, I actually have power over this. Like, because just because I'm an adult, I'm 30 something years old now doesn't mean it's not still with me. And I think there's a misconception out there, like because we grew up into adults, you know, that the past is the past. And even though we still live in it, <laughs> subconsciously we don't really understand it. Like, no, there we have the we have the power now to go back and, and change that story and, and shift the way that we are and the way the way that we're being be, with that story. So it's so powerful. So beautiful.
0: Yeah, we absolutely do. And it's just one thing I want to mention too, that I, I feel is so important and that, um, because I think sometimes in, in this space too, like people, it, it's an, it can be another form of a way people give their power away. Mm-hmm. And so I think it is just massively important to activate your own inner healer. And so that's why, um, any type of healing work that, I do like it comes through the person's own higher self and their own source connection, because we're just so conditioned to give our power away. And it's like, that's just another form of bypassing, like what's really going on, because like, can it be powerful to work with healers and coaches? Absolutely. It gives another perspective. Like you can, you know, kind of the, even just having someone ask questions, like in dig. Yeah. deeper. It yeah. allows for that, you know, assistance and uncovering because, again, like those patterns that are deeply rooted and hidden, like that we've like squished down so far. Like, I, I mean, I, I know people that you know are not like kind of. That they maybe kind of mildly understand what I do, but they don't fully understand what what I do. And so, like friends and family and stuff, and you know, there are people that have even just mentioned like it's just easier to kind of like stuff it down and to avoid it. So they even acknowledge like their own avoidance, which is fine. That's a thing. I don't really feel like there's necessarily anything right or wrong. It's more how what are you choosing because you are a powerful creator. How do you want to feel? What are you choosing? And then just like once it's like once you choose those things and step into that frequency. Um, because if again, talking of like the quantum reality, if time's not linear, we can actually put our, our body, our mind into that frequency in the now. So we're not necessarily stepping out of the now we're creating in this now moment, which allows us to be an energetic match. And then we can set the template for all of the resistance to that choice to be brought to the surface. And oftentimes it ends up being like these patterns, but the patterns are the kicker. I've noticed like in my own in my own life and in, in my clients' lives, like just these these patterns that um you know can be very, very um, like they because it's like that again, that ego in the unconscious, like they want to know what's next. And it's like at one point, this pattern was created to keep you safe. And so when I want to like make that important point is that if you don't have like the foundation of feeling safe in this world, and if your nervous system is all wonky and all out of whack because you were in fight or flight trying to keep yourself safe, you can do all the healing work all day long, but it's so foundationally important to get in the space to where there is this sense of safety and like really um, working on like that nervous system piece because it's like tied to the sense of safety. And so um, it, I've just found that to be very important
1: it really is cuz that that is usually like a really big underlying theme with anybody that i talk to or anybody that i work with you know even for myself that safety piece was huge and it really is like it, that's like the core at the core of it cuz if we're not you know we're not showing up we don't feel safe we're not going to we're not going to want to speak up we're not going to want to show up we just want to hide we want to do that avoidance thing and <clears throat> the more that you do like dive into your patterns and you and you start uncovering them like i had an experience even last night and it seems so minute, but it's, it's really a powerful pattern. And I was sitting in a meditation and I avoided meditation for a really long time. And this last year I've embodied it more. I've incorporated it more. Um, I love, you know, I do breath work and things like that, but I was sitting in a meditation last night and being truly still is not an easy place for a lot of people, including me. And it's a muscle I'm still building, but as I'm sitting there, you know, and, and it's okay that our minds run and we know that's part of the process, but I, I I opened my eyes and I saw a piece of paper laying on the floor and I'm like I need to get up and and move I need to get up and throw that away like right now no 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 I I don't I don't actually have to get up and throw it away so it's like how do I how noticing how I interrupt like that still that stillness especially if I don't feel if I'm not feeling safe for some reason because something's coming up like oh, I need to, to, to check my phone or pick up this piece of paper. Like right now it gets as little and as it it can be as subtle, but simple as those kinds of actions that take me or take you out of like the being in the being here in the present in this, in this space right here. Yeah,
0: no, I, I I love what you said there too. And, and I think one thing I I hear all the time is, well, I don't know how to meditate, you know? And it's like, you (laughs) Maybe that's the pattern too, because there's not necessarily a right or wrong way to do it. The one thing that I would give is like a suggestion: it's like, if we can step back and just be like the observer then we can even do this with healing work with certain, with certain things. And it's all about just like tuning into like, what is like showing up right now and what it's asking for. And that might be to just simply sit with it. That might be to just, um, you know, feel into the body. Like, where is this being held in the body and feel into that? It may be to cry. It may be to take a nap. Like, and so, um, with like even meditation, it's like, yeah, well, i will like, I don't really know anybody who doesn't like have little things like bubble up and pop up. like. But that's part of like the magic and power of meditation is because we can like be in the stillness. And then it's like, even just like whatever is meant to show up. And if it's like the mind running, then it's like, we can just like observe it. And then that creates like like that detachment to it rather than like letting that, that mind take over and run the show. And then it's like, okay, well now I'm like, I can't meditate. It's like really just like bringing that intention back to the body too cuz it's just so um i i i've gotten to the point in meditation where i'll like feel energy moving in my body and um you know i didn't feel that um you know 5 6 years ago like i didn't because like my field was dense full of like trapped emotions and things <laughs> but we're actually like meant to feel energy moving in the centers of our bodies like we have like meridians we have chakras and and we have all these different places in our body to where actually like I don't know if, if you've heard of a kundalini awakening, when that energy starts opening up, like in the floor of the pelvis, like energy moves up through the chakras. And what that does is it's help, it's helping to like release the density mm. of like all the things that have been trapped. And that's why some people, when they have these awakenings and they don't know what's going on, like initially, I didn't know what was going on. And so I actually, again, like had a moment where I'm like, Am I dying? Like, what's happening? Because (laughs) (laughs) don't you don't understand? Like that, it's like the soul. Like, I I kind of feel like sometimes it's like the soul's just like, okay, we're taking over because, like, we got to give you that jolt because it's like not that you're not getting it, but like, there's just so much more to this life than to be living in struggle and pain and you know all these things. Like, we're we're really shifting and and you know even speaking to the things that are going on on the planet right now you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like almost like this collective dark night of the soul and this like um exposure, if you will, of all the lies, all the templates that society has been built on, because I think we can all agree that it's not if it's when that lies come out, they always come out. It could yeah. be a hundred years from now. It could be a day from now, but lies always come to the surface. Like you can't like, you know, someone's like, cheating on somebody else or whatever. Like, so you always, it always comes up. It always comes up. It's just a matter of like, when it's going to surface, because we can't sustain like the, the foundation of these things that aren't true. Like our soul, like in its essence is about like living in that alignment and, and living in your truth. And when you're not living in your truth, there can be so many different symptoms that pop up. And so that can actually even be a lot of one. A lot is the physical manifestation, manifestations in the body. Mm-hmm. And so, for people that are having different ailments and things, oh, I'm sorry, like to break it to you, but there's a deeper reason. Like, yeah, you know, most of the time that pill you're taking, like, it, it's not going to get the job done because there's it's it's like these are these are all layered on top of, of each other, and your body is trying to get your attention. It could be something, um, so simple as you know, a a trap like trauma, emotion stored, that's being stored in an organ. So now it's causing chaos in the body and maybe like the lymph system. I'm just using an example because it could be really anything.
1: Yeah, it it really can. And and I I just keep getting more mind blown about how deep it goes, you know, into our body. So I love that you're sharing this and talking about this because we, what, what we're taught listen to your head, listen to your mind, it knows all and like all these things and listening to your hearts just means you're an emotional person. And like, you know, things like, like, it really goes down to that depth of it. And really, t- when you tune in, and, you know, I've been taught to like, ask, like, what is, you know, get curious with it, ask, what is, what is this coming up, you know, and you won't always get an answer, be patient. You know, the more that you open yourself up, the more clear those those answers will come through. You've mentioned dark night of the soul a couple of times. Tell people what that actually means.
0: So I'm going to just give you like from my perspective, it doesn't mean I'm right. Everything I'm saying is just from my perspective. So I also encourage people to, you know, take what resonates and leave the rest. I think it's so important with all the stuff that is out there, um, in like the spiritual community, and even just in general, like, you know, what's best for you, what yes. works for me might not work for you. My label for something might be something that completely doesn't resonate. So I just want to make that point. Cause I feel it's been something that's helped me along the way, because you may even resonate with a certain spiritual teacher, but they may say something in your heart and your body just goes, uh, uh-uh. uh you don't have to subscribe. So, yeah. um, so yeah. So my experience, dark Knight of the soul is, kind of this, almost like the spiritual springboard or jolt of like this energy, this dense energy that has been stored in the body. And again, going back to like all of the things that like all the, you know, the stories and the lies and the things that you've maybe taken on these patterns that simply aren't you, they are not in, an embodiment of your divine essence. They're dense, they're painful, and you've been storing them in your body and you've been replaying out these patterns on repeat. And so it's this period of time. And again, it doesn't like I've, I've ha- actually had like a couple different bouts of where I've gone through these experiences. So the first one I had actually was uh, the catalyst was a breakup. A lot of mine, actually, the catalyst has been <laughs> having something to do with men, <laughs> but I actually have come to look at it as a gift as painful as it has been. So I. I um ended this relationship with a man and um it was a beautiful soul connection and it, i actually ended the relationship and then i was like oh no what did i do and like then at that point he had like gone into like like some like he had some emotional stuff that came up because of it too so it it activated and triggered both of us and then like it was a no like we weren't getting back together and so like i just remember it was like we were actually supposed to go on a trip. Um, and so I had a bunch of time off work at that time. I was working at probation. Um, and it was, I think several weeks where I just hid in my house and it was like this just dense energy. Like it was like, I couldn't escape it because it was like all these emotions and it was just, I don't even know if depression is the right word because it was like, I was feeling all of it. Like I couldn't, there wasn't a thing I could do to escape from it. Like, it was just like my soul's way. Like I truly, and I truly believe that man that came into my life. Like, I I think that, you know, whether you want to call it, like I've heard the term soul contracts many times and, and things of that nature, but I do feel that it was like our soul's higher calling to like literally activate this stuff so that we could um, begin to heal it. Because if it's stuff within your body, you're, it, it's like still hidden, but it was brought to the surface. So it was several weeks, maybe even longer because it kind of dragged out of just crying and like just purging all of this stuff. And the most recent one that I had actually was at the end of September, September, beginning of October. And this one actually, I think takes the cake because it was like three months in October. I think I like cried. I'm really selling this, aren't I? I think I cried. I'm like, yeah do your spiritual work yeah you're gonna cry every day.
1: No. this is the good stuff no this yeah. is this is the cream in the middle this is the yeah good exactly stuff. so in
0: October I think I I don't remember a day where I didn't cry because mm. I decided I was like I'm not gonna fight this anymore and and instead of looking at it as oh I thought I healed this pattern like I don't like looking at it like that because I, I hear that a lot too oh I worked on this like I yeah this it's like yeah, but would you say that to your inner child or a child if they were sad? Like, oh, I thought we already dealt with you. Like, I, I tried to re- I, I reframed the way that I approached that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so this like <laughs> just pain came up. It was just this unworthiness. And it was all stemming from this relationship, this another extremely powerful soul connection. And I'm like, as painful as it was, I'm like, thank you for this gift, because the amount of pain that I didn't realize was still inside of me because it actually had nothing to do with him. It had yeah. everything to do with with things that happened with my parents
1: uh, growing uh-huh. up. It had nothing to So
0: and that's what I mean too when we like to like say, "Oh, well, like I could have looked at it and been like, okay, you're you're a jerk like, you know, the, you did this this and this, right?" But I'm like, "Well, this is bringing up this stuff inside of me and there actually really wasn't unkindness. Like he wasn't unkind it was just this, like, it was, I feel it was supposed to happen. And so it was just this period of time to where, like, it was just all, it it was like almost every, I'm like, I don't even know how I have any emotion left (laughs) after all of this, but it was just this like dismantling Mm. of any old identity structures to where I was even like, I don't even know what's real anymore. And that's how I knew I was on the right path is because like, when we can stop and be like, I, I don't have any answers. I don't even know what's real anymore. It's a very humbling experience. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, it was because these pieces of me were were dying, like these old patterns and these old identities of the way that I showed up in relationships and for myself and, and things um, were were being like dismantled. And it was kind of like a divine intervention. And then I had the choice if I wanted to fight it, Cause the way that I previously would have avoided these things is I would have just been like, okay, well, I'm just going to go date someone else. And I actually like made a conscious decision to, I I was like, I actually am going to intentionally not date because like, that's my a way of avoiding, right. The, those little subtle addictions that we don't realize are addictions, you know, for some people it might be like eating where it, you know, and again, no like shame or judgment, but yeah. it's these things we use to fill the space. So we don't have to go there fully because, and another way of not going there fully is like, okay, well, I'm going to cry for a second and then I'm going to go do that thing. That's still avoidance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And we can use the work to avoid as well. Like that there's, that's definitely possible. But what I hear, heard you mostly share through there is like you allowed it to show up. And you didn't have to go muscle your way through it. You didn't have to like go do anything. I mean, you showed up and you it sounds like you put one foot in front of the other. You did what was right in front of you. But I think we kind of get caught up like, okay, what do I do? What do I need to do? Give me the, give me the one, two, three, the ABC. And like, what do I, how do I do this? Like, yeah. and, and this, there is no right or wrong way necessarily to do it. Um, if you're avoiding it, I don't recommend avoiding it. Cause if you really want the shift, like, like you said, like, let's move through it. But it's like, it's this way of, of being and allowing yourself to just be. And I know so many people like when, when those tears you're crying for three straight months, it's like, well, isn't this enough? Like, didn't I do this enough? Like, isn't this over yet? And, and why are these tears keep coming? Cause there's probably 20 plus years of tears that haven't come out and there's nothing wrong with tears. Like tears are not a bad thing. Um, and so Hey, I love the way that you describe that because I, I've heard the term and I know what the term was, but I think a lot of people go dark night of the soul. What in the world? Like that sounds like a deep dark hole. I don't want to go to a deep dark hole necessarily. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I love that you mentioned the work too because there actually can be an avoidance in the spiritual doing the spiritual work. Like I've done, I've tried that too. It, yep, I, you too. name <laughs> it, I've tried to avoid it. Clearly, I'm 31 right now, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like you know, I I. I completely, um, again, like no judgment to, get to where no. anybody at yeah. in their journey at all. But it was like my, my non-avoidance this time around was literally at one point, like I cried for, I remember this night, I don't think I'll ever forget. I cried for about an hour. And then like I had makeup all over my face. And then I went and turned my shower on and I laid in the bathtub and just cried for like another half hour, just in the bathtub, just like my arms out, because I actually had physical heart pain at one point it had actually felt like if I, again, like if I didn't know what was going on, I like, I'm very like hippie woo woo. So I don't like, I'm not a big Western medicine person. (laughs) I guess if I get shot, take me to the ER, but yeah, I, um, I, if I hadn't known what was going on, I probably would have thought there was something wrong with my heart because of the amount of pain and energy releasing from my heart. Like they don't call it heartache just to call it heartache. Like Yeah. (laughs) And so like, even just the physical parts, um, that you may start to kind of notice because I I've always struggled with skin issues as well. Like, um, and so just seeing the, the clearing up of my skin during this whole process, because I'm releasing all that stuff that's been causing it. Cause it's just suppression. And the skin's just like, okay, well, if you don't get it out, I'm going to keep trying to get your attention and we have to get this out somehow. So the body's just so powerful in this whole journey. So it's, it's also like part of just reconnecting with your body as well. And, um, you know, cause we're, we're just oftentimes so disconnected from our bodies.
1: Yeah, we, we really, really are. And, um, when you start stepping into that space and really opening it up and allowing, and I mean, even noticing, like actually taking time to look at your hands and feel your hands and just like pay attention to those things that are showing up it's really cool. It's like, Oh my gosh. Like I haven't looked at my fingers in a long time. Like it's, it's cool. It's like, and it's, it's, it's really the key to unlocking so much for you and really showing up in that space. And I, I, I just love your story. I love so much what you're doing. I feel as though, and I, I I like to say that like, I have a pretty good read on people. Like you're one of the real people in this space. You know, the space is noisy. There's a lot of people out there and and you can tell that you care. You actually give a crap about what you're doing. And, and that's, that's so special to like the people who are listening to this episode right now, which I know you're loving it. So make sure you share it for Amanda and I and tag us and tell us what you're taking away from it. And for the people that you're helping and impacting, um, in your own programs, speaking of which tell us, what do you have going on?
0: Well, first of all, thank you for your compliment. You're welcome. You That's very sweet. Um, so a couple of different things. I, I, do, um, also have a podcast and I have a lot of like freebie, like little healings and things on my website. Cause I do find it, um, to it's important to me to make this accessible to everybody. Yeah. And um my business partner and I. So my business part- partner is a um, she's a soulmate love coach, and she actually does business coaching as well. She's from she's has like a background and like um like Silicon valley type stuff, and she's done lots of business stuff. So with my like health and like life purpose uh type of thing, we have like kind of a, a program that's all encompassing around love money life purpose and health. And so we do weekly coaching sessions there. It's like our master class. And, um, so we do this type of energy work that, um, we're both certified in. It's actually like, we, we have a certification program actually rolling out in February. We're going to be certifying people in person in, um, well, I can't, we haven't fully announced it to our clients yet, but it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, so, but it is in person. And so we're going to be teaching people the, um, a lot of like the, the tools and things that of um, cause I, again, like I'm certified in a handful of things, but like, I just have taken a little bit from each, um, modality and kind of created, created my own, um, modality, if you will. So, um, but yeah, the, the masterclass is pretty cool because we, we hit all of those areas. Um, like the love money, life purpose and health and um, do this like deeper level, like rewiring work, as well as like this conscious creation piece that I kind of mentioned, where it's like you're putting your body and your mind into what it is like that you would um, love to create just because you'd love to have it. And so teaching you how to create and embody that energy so you can have this structural tension, if you will. So you're just releasing all the resistance to being able to just flow and take inspired action towards those things that you're creating. So um, that's the program I'm most excited about right now is um, we actually just had our first live session last week. So
1: that's amazing. And so brilliant because I love that you touch on so much because as we know, it's not just about the mindset or everything that you do, those are pieces in a, that are important and encompassing. But when you, when you can bring it full circle and bring this in, that's where the like real transformation happens. That's when you, when you really can step into that woman, that's soul led, that's purpose lined, like those kinds of things. So I love that you're, you're doing that. And yeah, I will make sure Amanda's stuff is tagged in the show notes. Is there anything else left on your heart you want to share before we go?
0: I think the most important thing um, that I want to just remind people is again, like these, these things coming up, I get it. It can be painful. It ain't this, this journey aim for the faint of heart. (laughs) So just like being gentle with yourself and kind on, you know, on the things that are coming up and really just doing like what's showing up in the moment and then just, um, getting, getting intentional about what it is you do truly want to create because yeah, we talked a lot about the healing work, but there's also an aspect of you actually being able to, um, not only just consciously create, but we can go back and gain wisdom from like that. Um, you know, the things that have happened and work at that level, we we can actually tune in and tap into our higher self, which we can tune into like our future self, if you will, in the now as well and do that level of work too. So it's like that balance, a beautiful balance, because, um, you know, sometimes like it can, we can get a little carried away. We can, healing work can be an addiction too. Right. So yeah, it's yeah. Just, um, <laughs> really um, I, at the end of the day, like I'll say, this is just like, I truly believe that this life is supposed to be beautiful and it we're really clearing all the layers to allowing us to be able to create this like new earth and I do feel that we're going there even if it may not look like it right now like when I like tune into that like I feel like this next year and the year after like there's going to be a rebuilding phase as a collective but if if we're just like doing that our part within ourselves, then our external world's just going to change as like a manifestation of where we're at. So we don't like, although we can notice some of the things going on because some of the things going on obviously do affect us, but Mm -hmm. we can, um, we can choose to cultivate that within, which is going to create that change and that ripple effect because like the frequencies of love and joy, like, like, are so much more powerful than the frequencies of fear and chaos and all these other things that you might be feeling. So just noticing those things and, and knowing when it's the time to go into that healing mode and when it's the time to like really cultivate those creations and like be in that like frequency and that, um, that energy of like who you truly are underneath all the things that might be coming up.
1: Mm, so beautiful. Thank you again, Amanda, for being here, for being a part of this, for for doing the work and showing up and sharing your light. It's incredibly beautiful. And I know you're going to make huge, huge impact on so many women. And I love what you're doing. So keep just keep doing that.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much, Katrina. I appreciate you and sharing the space with you has been absolutely amazing too. And, uh, just, yes. So grateful. Thank you.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, ladies, I know that there is magic within you and I am ready and here to support you to unlock that. Go have an amazing rest of your week and we'll talk to you next time. so much for listening and if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way to take 60 seconds, leave me a five star review and share this episode with a girlfriend don't forget to tag me on social media. And if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.